G'day, welcome to Stat Stuffers. As always, I'm your host, Ramiz, and I'm joined by Dylan. How's it going, Ramiz? Going well. Uh, sorry we weren't here for the last two rounds? Last round, essentially, technically, because this could double as a conference finals recap. Right. It's not that, yeah, no. but it could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we are just here for a finals preview. So the finals are set, Warriors versus Celtics. What do you think of Dylan? Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think this is a fr- uh, semi-fresh, especially with the Celtics, sort of exciting matchup between these two teams. Um, for some reason, this Warriors team still feels fresh to me in the finals. Yeah, I don't no, know. I agree with you. Yeah, like, um, it's been a while since we've seen this incarnation of a Warriors team. It's not like a lot of these players were on that team, right? Necessarily, the supporting cast is different for sure. But very, the, yeah. But it's a uh, stripped back. It's the vintage, the fifteen, sixteen. It very teams. much is, yeah. yeah. Without the KD, which is a bit more fun for a lot of reasons. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so one of my big thoughts for this coming series is both teams match up really well. They both have defenders in all the right places. And if you want to take us through some of the rosters, Mm. um, if I can open the book. Yeah, so obviously the fives, assuming health, um, especially on the Celtic side, the starting fives will be Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Dre, and Looney. Uh, up against Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, and Rob Williams. Yeah, it's like, you look at, who's the best player in the Warriors? It's Steph. They've mm. got Marcus Smart to match up against exactly. him. They've got the defensive player of the year. Who's the best player in the Celtics? It's Jason Tatum. Yeah. They've got, arguably, the best defender of this generation in Draymond Green to match up against him. Right. So, you know, they've got, and they've got other guys. Obviously, Clay's a defensive guy. Um, Wiggins. Jalen Brown, Wiggins. Yeah. Um, Kevin Looney's good at in moments. Yeah. Um, off the bench, Kaminga's active. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grant Williams, yeah. So yeah. A lot of, yeah, this is definitely, well, I'm not going to say, well, for the Celtics, it's definitely a defensive team. We've seen that all postseason yes. now. Yeah. Um, they've got suffocating defense when they really turn it on. Um, and, yeah, the Warriors definitely do have defenders out there. But I think this is one of the axes where I think it swings towards the Celtics mm. more considerably. But I think on the other side of the ball, the Warriors have that cohesion, obviously, mm-hmm. from however many years they've been doing it now. Um, they've got, They've got better shooters, um, and they've just yeah they've just got that cohesion. Yeah, but like when we talk about the Warriors as like a championship pedigree kind of team, like they have been doing this for so long, they haven't really been proving in these playoffs. No, not they really. are struggling to close teams out. Like they they could have swept the Nuggets, but they went to five. Um, they got blown out by the Grizzlies in Game Five, I think, without with no Jar. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, same with the Mavs, they could have swept them, but then. Um, they couldn't close them out. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics, on the other hand, managed to close out the Nets. They managed to come back against the Bucs. Um, fumbled it with the Heat. Fumbled it a little bit with the Heat, yeah. for sure. Nearly lost the entire series in Game 7. Yes. Um, in the last three minutes. But, like, I don't know. It's hard to say, like, the Warriors are the really experienced team when they struggle to close yeah. teams out these playoffs. And these aren't exactly fantastic. Look, okay. A five-game series is nothing to scoff at. Like, the, no. manage- the, the fact that they managed to beat the Warriors... Oh, sorry. They managed to meet both the Nuggets and the Mavs in five games is nothing to scoff at, but yeah. it should have been four, really, like, right. based on the way they were playing. So, I don't know, I, you know, I, the Celtics don't seem like a team that's just going to roll over and die, no. kind of like the uh, Nuggets and Mavs sort of did. Then, okay, they didn't roll over and die, but, no. like, they got I mean, beat. The, like, Nuggets did, but. the Celtics don't feel like a team that's just going to get beat that no. way. And they've had, the, they've had the toughest playoff schedule of any team by far. Mm. I mean, they played the Nets in the first round, then they beat the defending champs, obviously without Middleton, mm-hmm. but they took down Giannis in six, and then they just went through... A no, it was seven. 
Did that go to seven? I think so. Okay. Um, and then they just went through a grueling series with the Heat, who mm. showed their worth, especially by the end of the series. Um, so, yeah, they've definitely had the hardest path of any team, I would say. Yeah, I mean, and the Warriors are probably coming in a bit fresher now definitely. as well. Because yep. what, the... Wait, who's played more games? The Celtics. Only by two, though. Top of my head, yeah. Mm. The Celtics have had two seven-game series and a four-game series, and right. the Warriors have had two fives and a six. Yeah. But I'd say, you know, th- some of those Nuggets games are probably half games in terms mm. of playoff intensity. And then they've had a lot more rest time going into the finals. Yeah. I mean, actually, more every more. game <laughs> against the Magic was pretty much a blowout, yeah, including the one they lost. Yeah. So, so I, I'd say the, the Warriors are definitely more fresh, but, you know, it's that rust first rest argument. Mm. And there are the, the first game's not till Friday. So, there's still two days after this comes out. Yeah. Be a game. So, the Celtics can get their legs back up under them, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the first game's in Golden State. Mm-hmm. So, Golden State has the home court, uh, which can play a bit of an interesting uh, factor. But the Celtics have been winning games on the road. They also lost a couple home games. But, um, yeah, I think they've won... Did I see a stat that they won more away games than home games? That, that, might not, that might not be true. Actually, that might be true. Okay, I'm series. not sure. Yeah. But, um... Oh, what was I going to say? No, I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Um, I am I am worried about the Warriors' depth quite a bit, actually. Mm. Off, the, off the bench, I've got Poole, obviously. He's been fantastic. That hasn't slowed down. But after that, it's a lot of question marks. I have... One, two, three, four, five, six question marks of guys off the bench that I think will get playing. Minutes. Who? Uh, Kaminga, who has been getting time, is a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, Porter is injured, or he got injured in the Mavs series. He's, sure. I think he's still working his way back. Gary Payton is apparently primed to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, he just came off a fractured elbow. See what he looks like. Iggy hasn't played yet, but is apparently ramping up. Uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson... Hasn't played all playoffs, mm. but it seems like he'll get minutes this series, especially if the other go- if Porter can't play specifically. And then Moody has started to get a few minutes, but again, he's a rookie as well. Yeah. And then who else is off the bench? Damian Lee. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Dialitza. I think he'll get played off the court pretty quickly. Yeah. That's the bench. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's like you you don't need that many of those question marks to hit though. <laughs> you need like two of them, really. True, but especially if. I like, mean, when it comes to the finals, do you need the depth? Do you need a 10-man rotation? I don't think so when it comes to the finals. I think you need a really solid 7-8-man to eight man rotation. But they can't Do they that. have that? Mm, I was going to say, I don't think they can put that together, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I mean, Gary Payton's missed two full rounds. Iggy hasn't played at all and hasn't played for months. He, hasn't pl- he didn't finish the regular season. Mm. Um, Porter, he could be definitely part of that 8-man, 7-man rotation. Yeah. Uh, depends what he looks like when he's coming back. Kaminga's a wild card. If Kaminga plays really well, that's huge for them. Because mm-hmm. he's super athletic, um, can hang with the, the Boston wings. But again, he is a rookie. He's got to make mistakes. And you can't get away with a lot of mistakes in the finals. Yeah. Uh, so, and it, offensively, he is limited. And then, yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, I, I, I mean, I liked um, JTA, but he hasn't been getting minutes. He's literally averaging one minute this playoffs. Right. Yeah. Any question marks on the Celtics side? I mean, not really. Uh, I've put Neesmith down, but I don't think he's going to play anyway because mm. they can get away with Grant Williams, Derek White, Pritchard, and Tice off the bench. Yeah, I mean, that's and pretty good. And all those guys, but Tice are solid. Mm. Like, they can give you minutes. 
Um, and then their starting five is rock solid. So yeah, the only other question mark is Rob Will. How healthy is he? Because he looked terrible in Game Seven. He essentially didn't play. Yep. Um, and you know he's had that. He's been pretty much like, uh, what's it called? Anyway, he's been missing a game, playing a game, missing a game, playing alternating. Yeah, alternating games all throughout the conference finals. So he's he is a question mark. Yeah. But with a few days rest, I'm assuming he'd be out there to play. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add before we get to our predictions? Um, I really think this Celtics defense is pretty special. Yeah. After what I just witnessed in Game Seven, and what other? I watched a couple of other games of the East Finals. Um, yeah, I think they're really in a special zone right now. Yeah. That they're going to capitalize on. Mm. Yeah. All right. I've got Celtics in six. I think they're going to split. Even if they... Actually, I think the Warriors could win both home games and then the Celtics could sweep out from there as I think they make adjustments, get comfortable at home. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do a U mm. and I'm going to say someone in seven because yep. I can't pick. Yeah. I really can't because, like, logically, I think the Celtics, but part of me is just like, yeah, but the Warriors, right? That's Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely there for me. It's, it's like, I think... I think what this episode has been a lot is us justifying why the Warriors are in this. And maybe we're right. Because mm. <laughs> we haven't spoken that much about the Celtics here. We're just saying yeah. the Celtics are really good. The Warriors have all these question marks, but they have all these potentially good question marks as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if they all hit, which I highly doubt, but if they do, that's a lot of different looks you can give the Celtics. Mm. Um, and we saw Game 5 Clay in the conference finals. Yeah. He made a return. Um, so maybe he's fully back in the swing of things for the finals, which would obviously be huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think the Celtics match up perfectly. I think they can chase everyone around screens because the Heat run a lot of screen actions and, like, Struess disappeared uh, in the last, like, three or four games of the series. Yeah. Even though he did hit some big shots. A lot of the time, he was snuffed out. Um, I think Horford is going to lay way off Draymond and make him a scorer. Yeah. And then, you know, if there's possessions going to that, then that's sort of a, a massive bonus for the Celtics. And then that leaves him as a help defender, which just makes their defense even better. Actually, they're probably going to put Rob Will on Draymond and let him roam. But either way, um, yeah, I just think the Celtics defense is ready for this matchup. Yeah. You know what? Give me Warriors in seven. And I'm picking this because the home team is going to win every game. That's interesting. That's what I'm going for here. Yeah. That would be a massive shift of <laughs> the precedent set in these entire playoffs. That, I don't think that I don't think that ever happens right. where the home team wins every single game. No. Um, but you know that's my prediction. The, uh, every, the home team is going to win every game, and the Warriors are going to win in seven. Nice. <laughs> I, I definitely couldn't see the Warriors winning. I almost went in seven just to throw it up in the air, but I, I wanted to put my foot down a bit. Okay. I think I've been pretty wishy-washy in my predictions all playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to add? Uh. Jimmy Butler's a beast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you ever enjoyed this episode, please leave us a like on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave us a five-star rating or review. By the way, we have video on Spotify now as well. So if you've been listening to this, this on Spotify, restart it and watch it. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> um, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at stat underscore stuffers. Other than that, thanks for listening. Peace.